Thanks for taking a moment to listen to the product from readorlisten.com, a subset of Developers Hangout, where we take a moment to read tech-related articles so that you can listen to them while you're working, driving, or exercising, what be it. All right, enjoy. A developer must help their client learn to be a product owner. As a freelance developer, my relationship with clients extend far beyond coding. The engagement is educational, helping clients become efficient product owners, understand the values of iterative development, and adopt a proactive approach to quality assurance. Also on my end, making sure I really understand their domain, their goals, and help break down those goals into realistic, achievable features. While I may get paid to code, my ultimate goal is to build the right features. And this is really, if ever, exactly what the product owner expected. The hardest thing about a project is not the technology. It is the act of communicating an idea to another person. Terminology. Domain. This refers to the business logic or subject matter of the product. Though the developer may have some experience here, it's crucial for the product owner to have domain-specific knowledge. Product owner. This is the person or organization in commissioning the development work. Unlike a project manager, the project owner has a deep understanding of what needs to be built. MVR, minimum viable release. This is the leanest version of the product that can be released to a customer for feedback. For example, the first iPhone didn't have copy-paste and ChatGPT web UI initially lacked a history sidebar. QA, both the developer and the customer need to review a feature that it works as expected. Developers do this via test and then making sure it is working via clicking through a feature. Product owners do this by trying out the feature when deployed. Sometimes the bug can be that the developer misunderstood the requirements, so this is key. Happy path. When testing what a feature should do, focus on the success path of the user or system that is expected to happen. Make tickets as you go for later to cover unhappy paths or bugs seen. Feature flag. This is a technique of having a feature on production that only certain users can see and test. Embracing the build, measure, learn philosophy. Before diving into development, it is imperative for clients to internalize the build, measure, learn cycle. This iterative approach involves developing a minimal version of a feature, measuring its impact, learning from the metrics, and making improvements. While I may get paid to code, my ultimate goal is to build a product that either people use or quickly prove otherwise. Here's an example. A client asked me to build a chat window that a user can use to ask questions about the domain of the site. That chat window was talking to OpenAI API. I used simple components, nothing custom, to build this out, and using feature flags enabled it for him and his staff. Nothing fancy. The build took one day, actually less, and the learning was it is really use and the learning would be, is this really useful? If it is useful, what might be a good next step? Sometimes something you cannot even imagine becomes the next step till you see the feature in front of you and use it. Is there a customer we can let try this? From here, we only lose a day and end up with something that either can be deleted or extended or even just left as is while we gather more feedback. For developers, learn how to decompose an idea into manageable blocks for incremental delivery. Maybe just a drop-down menu is all you need to review or a login form, but keep it small. For product owners, Make room in your schedule for regular check-ins. If you or your boss are not earmarking time for you weekly, then this will never work out. Why waiting for all done is a myth. Forget two-week sprints. That is too long. The notion that a product owner can hand over a list of features and expect a fully baked product within a fixed time frame is misguided. Being part of the development process is key. 
a modern tech stack should be able to deploy to staging or production easily and automatically. Using feature flags, the developer can easily show the client features that customers cannot see. This should allow for a smaller step approach. Start the product with an outline of the goals. As each goal is reached, check in and see what is the next goal, has it changed, and then move on from there. What was next before this goal might no longer be next. Forget two-week sprints, that is too long. For developers, maintain a consistent rhythm of client check-ins. Not scheduled, but you should aim for every two days since a small feature should take no longer. If they are, maybe break them up into smaller feature goals. For product owners, plan for twice weekly meetings minimum, especially during the project's early stages. If you or your manager are not freeing up five to 10 hours a week of your time for this, then it is not worth starting the project. Educating clients on quality assurance. Quality assurance isn't solely about identifying bugs. It varies whether the software meets user needs and expectations. For each feature, talk about the actual business goals. List them out, and then when the feature is ready to be tested by the client, Knowing the developer has done some testing, code level, and clicking around if needed. Then test those and only those features. Do not get distracted by other bugs on the site. Sure, make tickets. And if you see issues related to an unhappy path, then make tickets, but that should not hold up the QA of that feature. For developers, use tools like spreadsheets to list out QA steps and results, or use Trello to guide the product owner through the QA process more on that later. For product owners, Allocate time for QA and clearly articulate any issues for the developer to address. Stick to the happy path first, though as soon as possible deal with the unexpected paths discovered in the process. The pitfalls of big design upfront are overestimating. Big design upfront and overestimations are two practices that can derail a project. The illusion of big design upfront. Big detailed designs may seem comprehensive, but often result in disconnect between the client's vision and the final product. I prefer sketch like tools such as balsamic over intricate Figma designs as they leave room for adaptation. The bottom line is there is no way to build out every detail and flow of an application up front. It will just result in a lot of loss in translation moments that lead developers to build the wrong thing and product owners to not even be certain what the goal of the designed area was. The perils of estimating. Estimates rarely hold water. Many who provide them simply multiply the original numbers to include a safety margin, but this strategy seldom works. For developers, be fortright, even if it means losing a gig. Do not get caught in estimating and predicting timelines. For every day your features take to build, there is a, a certain amount of drift that will occur. In the end, you are developing under stress and the product owner will get the wrong thing delivered to them. Product owners, educate yourself as about these pitfalls and set realistic yet flexible timelines. This reminds me of when I watched Project Greenlight. Do not watch it, super frustrating, but one of the producers kept bragging about how she is always on time and on budget. But the films continue to be less than 60% ratings on IMDb. The point is not just budget and time, but quality of the product. Reduce the product goals, aim low, and iterate. Steps for clients to be effective product owners. I encourage clients to decompose their vision into smaller, manageable pieces. This not only enables rapid progress, but also allows for adjustments based on real-world feedback. Continue to learn the product owner's domain, ask questions, and continue to break down the next step into small, less-than-one-day deliverables. For developers, stay communicative. Don't go MIA or get so far ahead that it becomes difficult to make adjustments. For product owners, take time to review and respond to all communications. 
The goal is to spend the right amount of money to build the right amount of product. Tracking tasks. One thought here is using simple tools like Trello with the following lanes. Leader, items that can we can sort after current feature is done and then decide which is next. Next, this is what is now in progress. It might be empty or it might just have a bug or a bit of feedback from in progress. In progress, just so the product owner can see the one thing you are working on. QA. This is a lane that features go to when ready for QA to talk about and to share the expectations and status. Done, obvious. If a feature fails QA, the team should talk and move it back to now or done and make unhappy path items in the lane, later lane. Conclusion. The role of a freelance developer isn't solely about churning out code. It's about collaboration, education, and mutual growth. By impacting the build, measure, learn philosophy and the importance of proactive QA, we can offer not just a product, but a complete experience that ensures the software serves its intended purposes. There are a bunch of links below.